Hello. 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 Hello, everybody. Hello, Nicola. How are you? Hello. I'm well. How are you? Awesome. Welcome to Fox Force 5, everybody. Five things you need to know every week. Super pumped to be here with you. How are you, Nick? What's, <laughs> what's been going on? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Um, For once. I don't know if people know this, but uh, we record this on Zoom. So I'm looking at myself with very long, dark roots and very long hair. And oh, God, I just feel like I'm look homeless. Ger <laughs> told me last week I looked like MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> the original so I MacGyver. I need a haircut. <laughs> yeah, the original MacGyver. Mm-hmm. Like I had a hair bend on, it was so long to make, looked like I'm mullet. And he was like, you look a bit like MacGyver. <laughs> Jeez, I think so MacGyver was, like, was my one of my first days. crushes, Nick. You maybe should take it as a compliment. There you go. Woo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure as a little so, girl, yes, I was, I was my, like, uh, this, I have a feeling, I have a funny feeling about that guy. <laughs> Because that was my angel from Buffy's mind when I was like, oh, there's a funny feeling about this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. good. So, yeah, you had a quiet weekend. You had a quiet weekend for once. Very quiet weekend. Yes. Um, The weather is shocking in Ireland. It has not stopped raining in about five days now, like literally torrential raining on and off. It's been so bad. Mm -hmm. So it's like summer ended really abruptly because it was really nice to like Mm -hmm. Friday and really hot. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday, it just started bucketing and it has not stopped. It's been so, really warm here, but then weird. we had a massive downpour yesterday to the point where there was actual floods and shops had to close yeah. and everything. It was mad. But weird. it's okay again today. It's quite it's quite um warm still. So um yeah, weird weird it's time. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's very autumnal all of a sudden, like everybody's not really here. It still feels a bit summery wardrobe. here. Like mm-hmm. you still feel like you could get a couple of sunny more sunny days here. You know the way yeah. like you used to get a nice September here and there, like I think we're still in that yeah. realm. But yeah, although whatever passes past she probably comes to us a little bit after so we're probably in for the freezing cold weather before we know it excuse me yawning mm. it's been a long day oh, oh god yes yeah indeed um but no how was your weekend did you do anything nice i can't remember effie was oh, three yeah <laughs> it was Effie's birthday on uh, Sunday. It was all about Effie. How did the Mario cake go down? Both my children were like, uh, you should have seen the state of both of them on Monday. Effie fell in such a funny way on Sunday. She ended up with this like line bruise under her nose, which kind of looks like someone took a marker and drew a line under her nose. <laughs> oh God. Uh, and actually I was like, oh my God, look at your nose. And Monday morning she's like, mom, it's not sore. It's not sore. I was like, okay, good. It's not sore. Oh, and wow, then okay. um, Estelle had a really bad allergic reaction to some plasters on her that were on her oh. knees, and her two little knees oh, came up in Jesus. welts. You should see it. It's disgusting. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, the poor creature. They were very sore last week, and I took her to the chemist. And the chemist's like, oh, she needs hydrocortisone. We can't prescribe it. You'd go to the doctor. And it was Monday before I could take her to the doctor. Like, what a palaver. Um. Oh my God, it's never yeah, ending. Yeah, it's never ending. Children. But they're constantly, there's constantly something with oh. them. Everybody's children are the same. Like It's, it's, mad. it's worse it's when they're ending. back to school for some reason. Obviously, the illnesses have just come flooding back mm-hmm. now with a nice healthy summer and all of a sudden it's like we're covered in disgusting germs and we've all been sick. And it, like, it just begs the question, like, what are people doing? Like, you know, you think at this stage now that they'd be washing their hands after COVID and stuff, but they're sending their kids in with all mm-hmm. these bloody germs. Like, you know, what is it like? 
It's disgusting. But I know it's yeah, the same in every school. No and it's probably, there's going to be no stopping yeah. that. Like, you know, there's going to be I no know, stopping I know. That, but anyway, you just feel, I just feel sorry for them. Like, you know, when you're like holding their little bodies and their full bodies shaking from like retching from vomiting and you're just, it's just, it makes you angry that they've got this bug from someone and mm. someone's made them sick, you know. Um, but anyway, I suppose they passed it on to people as well, so I can't really talk. Probably. Well, maybe, but we kept them off when they were <laughs> sick. Obviously, they weren't near anybody, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it just, it's just annoying and you feel sorry for them, the little things. They're only small, you know. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so anyway, how did we get on to that? Oh, yeah. So we had a good time on Sunday. They'd like soft play and McDonald's and if you got some presents, nice. she got a like... A set of musical instruments and my god it hasn't stopped <laughs> which is uh, like I'm kind of wondering why you did that yeah. so the house is going to be filled it was the thing she picked out in the toy shop on Saturday so it was kind of nice uh, you know uh, oh god we went to Smith's on Saturday honestly the anxiety that place gives me like it's great <laughs> but like there's just so much stuff there's just too much stuff and then the kids are completely yeah. overwhelmed as well like you know they're just like looking around going oh my god I mean at least the toy shops we went to when we were kids there was probably like a hundred toys you know these shops must mm-hmm. have 10,000 toys in them. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Those big superstore yeah. ones are massive. Yeah. yeah, they're like town, for that sake. Yeah, yeah, so... And then, like, yeah. they can't pick something because there's too much choice. Yeah. You know, even when there isn't a, yeah. a price limit on it, as it were, you know, because we were kind of doing a bit of research for both their birthdays or whatever. But um, mm. anyway, so yeah, she ended up with these musical instruments and a few other bits and bobs. And actually, I kept back a couple of the gifts for the same days as Stella's party so she doesn't feel left out. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So, and she got some lovely mm. gifts from the people at home as well. So thanks to everyone who sent gifts and yeah. Um, so it was nice. We had a nice day. But yeah, so good. that was our weekend pretty much taken up with looking after the bins. Um, and you lovely. had a quiet one as well. Yes. Yes, I went back to the gym last week. So I was crippled for like three days. Oh. I was absolutely wrecked. My whole body was just in shock. Mm. So I was so tired. So I had a nice relaxing weekend. We went to breakfast right on Sunday morning and that was kind of it. And uh, it was lovely. Mm. It was lovely just Chill. to relax Chill. and do nothing and not spend money and just stay at home. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, feel good about yourself. Um, it yeah. was good. Yeah. Cool. Yes, exactly. It was very yeah, nice. Yeah, I got a indeed. long run in on yes. Sunday morning as well. So the old run, get, feel, definitely feel better about life when you're challenging yourself a little bit mm. on the physical activity front. Um, okay, cool. Indeed. Well, we'll rock on, so... Number one. Rock on. One. So you've probably heard about this. It's a bit of a faddy thing, but have you uh, have you been hearing about quiet quitting? I heard somebody talking about this. So yes, yeah. I've heard somebody talk about it. Go on, yes. So yeah, this is, I got this article off Evoke, but basically it's the concept of um like basically like doing the minimum at work essentially uh, yeah, yeah and like you log off on time yeah. kind of thing which is hilarious like in a way that. because yeah, it's not yeah. quitting at all it's actually doing the job they paid you to do but you know they're kind of joking yeah. you're saying from Dolly Parton's 9 to 5 to Beyonce's Break My Soul the concept of slogging away for the financial gain of the proverbial men has long been associated with professional <laughs> and personal dissatisfaction and in turn has inspired countless songs TV shows and movies and while the 2010s were all about the hashtag girlboss era of side hustles in the post-pandemic era it's fair to say that a lot of us have re-evaluated our professional lives to ensure our personal ones aren't always playing second fiddle. Where public discourse starts, social media subsequently follows. And in this case, quiet quitting is the workplace trend du jour taking over TikTok. 
Despite its name, quiet quitting isn't about handing in your notice incognito or avoiding a leaving speech in front of the whole office. TikToker Sarai Marie, who posts under the handle Sarai's Threads, has achieved millions of views on her videos detailing how quiet quitting works. It's 2022. We're acting our wage. So we don't give us so don't give us any extra work. The sassy Veronica says to her boss, Susan, in one particular popular video. In another, Veronica respectfully declines when asked to work late in exchange for pizza and cookies. I feel like I should be getting overtime if I'm going to be working past five, she responds. While you might think adopting such an apathetic attitude towards work would leave you with the Sunday night scary seven days a week, quite quitting devotees report mental clarity, more focus and burnout is avoided, meaning they stay in those jobs for longer. According to a, study by, a recent study by Deloitte, 77% of people say they have experienced burnout at their job, while 42% have left their jobs because they felt burnt out. Wow. But is quite quitting here to stay? And could you see your employer rewarding you and your colleagues for doing only what is expected of them and not going above and beyond their job description? Only time or TikTok will tell. Yeah. I think it's interesting because bigger fools us for doing more work than what we're paid for. Yeah, like, I don't know. I kind of think it kind of depends, really. On your life stage, um, I find, like, I'm just doing my eight hours a day now. Mm. And I, you know, I feel like I'm not doing more than that. I probably did a few years mm-hmm. ago. I haven't. I don't anymore. <laughs> I've, I've been in jobs like, where I, like, killed myself. Here. Yeah, like, where I literally, when mm. was unwell, I was working so hard. And um, you get no thanks for it. <laughs> you get, like, oh, yeah. thank, you get thanks for the time. But, like, there's no long term thanks for it. You know what I mean? Um, you are working to live, not living to mm. work, as I always say. You know? Yeah, and I've seen it so. in a lot of my friends as we got older as well. Like, you know, so often you hear people say now, like, to be honest with you, I don't really care about work. I just want to get paid. I don't really care about wages, like bigger wages, you know, mm. not if it means I'm going to be on call 24-7 and exhausted and yeah. killing myself and stressed out, it's not worth it. Like, I'd say you could nearly put a monetary mm. value of about 20,000 on that stress, like, you know? Yeah. Like people... And as well, when you have children and childcare and all that yeah. stuff, it becomes its own demon as well, like, you know, in terms of, like, how can you even... Like, I don't know how people with children would even stay longer than eight hours a day, like, yeah. when they're trying to balance everything else totally. as well. So, like, no, I feel like, yeah, since... I don't know, is it? I suppose it's since... COVID, like when we were all at home and like our work life balance was totally I suppose, thrown up and mm. down, like in the sense that we were at home all the time. <laughs> so, yeah. I was thinking about it yesterday because uh, I was in the office and like I, so I say I left the office about 10 past five or whatever. And then I was conscious not to get the first train because Stuart would be feeding the kids, you know. So I was kind of hanging around like wandered into pennies or whatever, which is nice because I never get to do anything like that. Oh, yeah, because you'd have to collect you like, yeah. Yeah, so he'd have to feed them before he collected me mm. or whatever. And then I was just thinking to myself about like, yeah, we're kind of, well, we are very lucky in the sense that we're home most days. So one of us does the drop off, the other one does the mm. pickup, you know. One can start work early, the other one can work late or whatever. Whereas imagine if both of us were in the office. Jesus Christ, it'd be hell. I know. Hellish trying to get back mm. for pickups and, or else the kids would be in, wraparound care a lot longer like they'd be in there from eight in the morning till six in the evening whereas at the moment they're in there from about ten to nine till five o'clock you know which we feel is plenty long anyway but you're talking probably two more hours potentially if both of us are in the office you know it's really difficult and I'm not looking down on anybody who has um, to do that I'm just saying 
it's just all ads and you pay for those extra hours as well you know and then you've got the stress mm. of if you do need to stay late at work and you can't get away and can the other person do it and if not and the balance of that kind of stuff and what if one person's away and the other one isn't and there's no slack in your setup you know what I mean so it is mm. it is very challenging so anyway we've kind of gone off topic here a bit but yeah. No, but I think it's the big thing as well with um, working from home, you know, and obviously like some companies are much stricter about people going back to the office now and things like that. And a lot of people are campaigning for more working from home and all that jazz. Like we're obviously doing like a hybrid thing. I prefer a bit more flexibility on that. I think it's quite rigid, but um, I mean, to have the option at all to kind of work from home compared to, I mean, I was working from home before the pandemic, mm-hmm. but I mean, people I work with now who didn't work from home can now work from mm-hmm. home, which is great, but it's very regimented. I think it would be better if it was kind of a bit more like flexible that people could, you know, depending on your childcare, mm-hmm. whatever it may be that you could kind of move those days around. Like, but okay, yeah, you've got I think days. definitely the working okay. from home thing. Yeah, we have mm-hmm. to go in set days. Mm-hmm. So, but I think um, working from home, has made people better at just working eight hours a day and leaving. Totally. Especially if you're in an office or something. Yeah, because and you're like, when you're in an office, people are looking at you and you're waiting for the first person to leave and you're like, is it a problem? I mean, I remember when I was in my 20s and I'll admit this, like, and I'm kind of embarrassed about it, but when I was in my 20s, first starting out and stuff and we were working long hours, like we'd see the moms, you know, the 30 something and 40 something year old moms mm-hmm. leaving on time and you'd be like rolling your eyes going, yeah. You know, like they're so not committed to their job, you know. But even though they were good people and they were doing good jobs, it wasn't actually that. We didn't think they weren't committed to their job. It was just like you knew you couldn't rely on them to like pick up the slack at the end of the day when the rest of us would. But I suppose that's just life, isn't it? That's just life stages like, yeah. you know. But sure, if you were in an office now like that and it was gang, you'd be out the fucking door. You wouldn't give a shit. Like yeah, if yeah, you had yeah. to go, we had to go. So like, so. what have we learned here, right? <laughs> Don't yeah. fucking bother. Because you get no thanks for it. And in 10 years time, you look back and go, yeah, we were, they weren't working. We were working. What's the point? <laughs> so it is literally my favorite expression that you are working to live yeah. and not living to work. True story. For some people, I definitely believe in it anyway. Personally, I think but. sometimes the two can get a little bit mixed up when you're doing something you kind of love. Like I love my job. I love what I do. So mm. I want to get it right and stuff like that. And I want to, now I'm not saying you don't want to get your, your job right, but there's my work means more to me than just like earning money. You know, I, I like mm-hmm. to be, I like to create and that therefore is means a lot to me, you know, and that's why I took a massive pay rise to work in, or pay rise my, my ass pay, um, <laughs> cut, huge pay cut. cut to go and work in this industry, you know, but that's all about, mm-hmm. you know, what makes you happy and stress free and all that kind of stuff, you know? So think about it, folks, quite quitting. Let's all do it. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, number two. Over to you, Nick. Two. This weekend, we watched uh, 13 Lives. Have you heard about it? No. So it's the movie about the cave rescue, the Thai cave oh, yes, rescue yes, from yes, yes. Is it a documentary so or it's a Ron film? Howard movie. Oh, Ron Howard, brilliant. It's a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a film. It's Ron Howard. Um, so good cast. Viggo Mortensen's in it. Colin Farrell, Joel Egerton and Tom Bateman are to name a few are some of the big um, actors in it. Mm. It's obviously about the kids, the football team, the wild boars who go into the cave and get stuck in the cave. And it's all about the rescue mission and all that. It's so well done. I think it's because it's Ron, Ron, Howard, Ron Howard. It's really, really, really well done. Um, very tension, like so much tension in it. I kind of had forgotten some of the stuff that had happened. So like you're watching it and it's like you can't really remember, you know, what exactly happens, mm-hmm. how they rescued mm-hmm. them, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it was brilliant. I really, really enjoyed it. It is very well done. Like I said, the tension is through the roof. Um, Colin Farrell is so good in it, and so is Viggo Morrison. They are the they play the British um, divers underwater the divers yeah. the cave divers who go in kind of first with the mm. well the Thai Navy goes in first and then the guys go in themselves like and they get further in but like when you see it kind of on the scale of how far in those kids were and then you see the actual time frame of things like even to get to the cave taking like six seven hours like Jesus swimming Christ. like diving it is just mind boggling that those children survived mm. it is absolutely mental and then when you see the real detail of how they were rescued it is just incredible mm. and like I said it's really really well done like there's a lot of tension but you know it's just done very well the characters are very good in it yeah. all that so it's um I really enjoyed it, it was, I thought it was excellent I like I like kind of a disaster kind of movie yeah. anyway yeah. but because this is real life mm. like it was wild me and Jura and Lily watched it and even the next day we went to breakfast and we were talking about it yeah, still you know because yeah. it was like wow yeah. like how did they do that yeah you know? I love Ron Howard um, like I'm glad it was him that took it on yeah. because it's it's that thing of like well we all know how the story ends so you're like what how are you going to tell the story yeah, in a way that know, makes you see it a different yeah. way or whatever but I I was reading something about it and um Apparently, he there's a, a storyline, story thread in it about the engineers that did all the digging for the dam mm. and to get the water yeah. to stop flowing into the caves yeah. and all that, which we probably didn't hear a lot about, actually, in the news at oh. the time, that there was this whole other team of Thai people, like, working up in the mountains to try and divert yeah. the water away from the cave. And that's a whole other, yeah. like, storyline in it. So I think they've done a, yeah, by the sounds of thing, they've done an awesome job on it. Yeah, and it makes like the, you know, it's, I think it's good. Like, it's very respectful the way that it's done as well. Like, cause obviously we know that one of the divers passes, you know, passed away while trying to rescue the kids and all that. Like, and I think it's done very well, like in terms of being respectful of like the country and all that too, you know, cause obviously it was like a lot of eyes were on it at the time, but it's just wild when you see like how they eventually got them out. Like, just cause I couldn't really remember it. And even though we're told how they did it until you see it kind of reenacted, it's like you, you do not get like how mental it was that those yeah. children survived, mm-hmm. you know? So it's brilliant. It's on Amazon Prime. If anyone has Amazon Prime, you can log I think we got on it and for watch free it. I think you can sign up. Some, yeah, you yeah, get a free with Prime, free. yeah, exactly. Re- um, re- there's a bit yeah. in it as well about how they were like drugging the kids and they had to keep drugging them to get them out. But that's that all stuff. the end. Yeah. So don't talk much okay. more about that because like that was kind of, I couldn't remember that and it made yeah. it very enjoyable yeah. to see like how they actually did mm-hmm. it. So um, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, okay. I couldn't remember a lot of it, although it was only four years ago mm-hmm. because I think with COVID, everything feels like that was 10 years, you know, about those two years. And my thing to watch this weekend so we can talk about it when you come over. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> we watched that and then we watched um, a totally random one for people with kids. We watched Lightyear, which is... Well, we watched it Lightyear a few movie. weeks ago, yeah. Did you yeah, watch it? Yeah. It's so good. It's, good. It's, a cat. it's hilarious. So if you have kids and you want to watch something, it's on Disney+. Plus. So um, it is very, very enjoyable. Just the, the story of Buzz Lightyear and all that. So I'd, we had a few very good laughs and that I must say, I'm glad we watched 13 Lives first and then Lightyear after because it was like very stressful, the mm-hmm. first one. And the second one was good old laugh that we needed it after it. So um, yes, yeah, a good weekend of viewing and we're currently watching a series on Apple TV called For All Mankind. Mm-hmm. And it's about uh, kind of the race to space and moon landings and all that. But it's like... Uh, what would have happened if Russia had got there first? So it's all about yes. how that impacted like America and all that stuff. So it's very, very good. We're on the second season of that. That's on Apple TV if anyone has it. I have to say Apple TV 
there's a lot of good stuff on it now. It's five or a month and I was kind of hesitant to sign up to it. But um, it's a lot of good stuff. It has that Five Days Memorial as well. It has the morning show, which I was talking about last week. So I have a lot of Apple TV stuff at the moment because we signed up for it. Mm. So um, kind of worth it. Cheap. Like if you didn't have any other streamers, I'd probably sign up to it. You know? I think it might be the thing. Like if you watch it. loads of TV, like you could probably like every now and again when it, there's a lull on Netflix and you don't, there's much to watch. Yeah, you could just, just cancel get it, it for again. a month or two or mm. whatever and switch between them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because I have a reminder set like and they, you can cancel it whenever. Mm. So I have a reminder set to kind of cancel it day, a day or two before it subscribes, yeah. like resubscribes, you know, yeah. renews. So yeah, some good telly now the last week. I must say it's good kind of because it's so dark and depressing outside. It's kind of nice to just have a reliable TV. Mm. So had a few good movies and good TV so what about you? Are you watching anything? I must mention that Brassic is coming back. If anybody hasn't watched Brassic, oh, it's yeah, brilliant. Your favorite. Yeah, love it. <laughs> and Great British Bake Off is starting next week as well. 13th. Oh, yeah. Next week. Oh, I thought it was yesterday. No, next so, week. No, it's next, next week. week. Okay, and great. then the other thing is, which I love a bit of Bake Off. It's just so easy. Like, you know, when the world is a depressing place, yeah. you can turn on and look at fucking cakes. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And, <laughs> it's true. And, um, Two things to mention. One, I thought episode three of um, House of the Dragon was very good. Loved it. Yeah, it's very uh, good. A lot of dragon yeah. action going on and whatnot. It was like Guan the Dragons all over yeah, again. Yeah, I thought it was kind of quiet. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be kind of a filler episode. Yeah. And then like the last 20 minutes started great. and it's like, oh my gosh. Matt Smith brilliant. is like blowing me away. So, yeah, blowing me away. He's, great. he's doing great yeah, in that I role. Said it. I said mm-hmm. it in the first episode. I was like, he's going to yeah. be our character yeah. like you just know that there's just something about Lo- him love to character. hate him oh, we're gonna yeah. love to hate yeah. him yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. <laughs> uh, no he was cool it was cool as well done and like re- I really enjoyed that episode I was like yes this is like Game of Thrones yeah, all over again really you know good. the good Game mm-hmm. of Thrones and then the other thing the, me and I was actually chatting um, with Shane one of my buddies about it and the budget is twice the budget of what the final season of Game of Thrones no. was so it's going to be pretty epic wow. like the season yeah so, yeah yeah yeah, yeah um, mm. so that's good and then how many episodes are do you know do you know how many episodes I don't know mm. I don't know loads hopefully um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention was there is a series started on BBC a couple of weeks ago called The Capture and mm. it kind of piqued my interest. I saw a few minutes of it. Drama, Sunday night, my favourite slot. And um, went to start it last night. And actually, I realised it's the second series. But I don't think the two, it's not the oh. same characters. It's just like, I think okay. it might have, I think it might have to do with CCTV. I think that might be the thread in the two of them. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so we've started with the first series, watched the first episode last night. And it was really good. So... Whole oh, new thing. Never heard of it before. The capture. It's people are looking for drama. So there you go. That's quite a lot of healthy TV this week. So nice one. It's getting good again yeah. now. It's that time of year where the good stuff starts again, you know, Absolutely. after a shite summer. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, number three. Three. So our fox this week is somebody I'd never heard of before today. Her name is Carmel Snow. Um... You might not have heard of this Irish woman unless you have a high interest in the world of high fashion. She was a fashion icon Mm. of her time and one of the most influential people in the world of fashion during the 1900s. She was born in Dublin in 1887, but emigrated to America with her mother after her father's death in 1893. Her mother eventually became a noted dressmaker for wealthy New York socialites. 
1903, Caramel attended a school at the con- at a convent in Brussels, the Sour de Saint-Marie, uh, where she mastered her understanding of French. In 1921, she was introduced to Vogue editor Edna Woolman Chase by Anne Rittenhouse, for whom she had done a favour. The owner of Vogue, Condé Nast, was very impressed with Caramel Snow and helped to nurture her talent for more important roles within the fashion company. They subsequently offered her the job of assistant fashion editor. In 1926, she was appointed as fashion editor at Vogue. In 1929, her brother Tom White became general manager of the Hearst Publishing Organisation. Though Caramel had promised Condé Nast she would not take a job there, she did take a job. She famously described her goal at Harper's Bazaar as creating a magazine for well-dressed women with well-dressed minds. She She discovered Martin... Mukensky and in 1933 persuaded him to photograph the Harper, Harper's Bazaar December edition Pam Beach. It was a ba- bathing suit editorial. Why in December you would ask? But anyway, um, for, this edi- for this editorial he had the model Lucille Brocaw run toward the camera while he photographed her, which was the first instance of a fashion model being photographed in motion. Isn't that unbelievable? She became editor-in-chief of Harper's Bazaar in 1934. She had more freedom there to create her own ideas and helped transform the magazine into a highly influential fashion magazine of its time. In 1947, she exclaimed, it's such a new look, thus coining that phrase in regard to Christian Dior's 1947 collection. Isn't that amazing? Like this lingo that we all use and it comes from wow. random places like that. Yeah. Uh, she died in 1961 while she was working with her longtime collaborator, Mary Louis Aswell, on her memoir, The World of Caramel Snow. The book was published posthumously and in 2020 she was one of a number of famous Irish people featured on a series of stamps by Unpost. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Never heard the name ever. And like you said, you can tear it either before no, or now. No, never, never. Her name is Carmel Snow. So mm. all you fashionistas out there, look her up. The grandmother of Irish fashion. <laughs> um, over to you, Nick, number four. I have to talk about the internet there for a minute before we talk about a particular page. And I know this is going to be old news by the time some people listen to this, but I have had such a laugh about this whole like um, Olivia Wilde. Oh my God, thank who, God you brought it up. Uh, I wanted to Chris talk Pye about her yeah. style thing. Mm. <laughs> so just on internet in general, it has been going wild, obviously, um, about uh, that movie. What's it called? Hello. I don't even know the bloody Something name of the, the safe, movie. Or don't worry, darling. Uh, don't worry, darling. Yeah, don't worry, darling. Yeah. So I think that's gotten, uh, that's going to get a lot of attention. Like, I mean, in one sense, I'm like, this is genius in terms of promoting a movie, seeing as everybody is talking about the, like, relationships around the movie, you know? So Maybe it's I kind of like feel like genius it's, it's, marketing for it or something, you know? Yeah. Like, it's all so awkward. So, like, obviously, Olivia Wilde. Like it's kind of in a bit of trouble as well because that video, Shia LaBeouf, um, yes, you know, released the video of her saying like, "Would you not come back because of you know Miss Coog and all that stuff?" And yeah, so it's all just such a mess. And then like obviously, okay, you can tell that a second. So well my understanding and, is, and I'm not even sure mm, this is right. They're all working on the film together. Shia LaBeouf was doing Harry Styles' part. Is that right? Initially. Yeah. And yeah. somebody, a rumour came out that Florence Pooh, is that how we pronounce her name? Florence Pooh? Yeah. Pooh, 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 Pooh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Pug, she yeah. felt uncomfortable with Shia LaBeouf on set or something and Shia LaBeouf got let go. But yeah. with hindsight, none of that is true. He 
wasn't happy because they didn't Great. have any rehearsal time for it and he wasn't happy about that. And yeah, that sounds yeah. about right because he's supposed mm. to be mad into his acting like in yeah, prep and yeah. stuff. So that's all fine. And that was mm. kind of all sorted, we thought. But then there's a sort of a rift between Florence and Olivia. Is that right as well? And Olivia is Harry's girlfriend, which doesn't help the matter, I suppose. Well, you see, he replaced him on the movie and also he's getting like three times as much as what um, Florence is getting paid for the movie. Harry Styles is literally mm. getting three times as much as her, I suppose, because, you know, well, we don't know, but like that's obviously all come out and all that stuff. And then, um, yeah, it's just she she refers to her in like in that video as Miss Flo. And like now that's been kind of coined a lot of and, and like uh, Florence Pooh's, um stylist like had a picture of her up before she went on the carpet. And it was like Miss Miss Flo and all this stuff. Oh. And it's just like a nod to like the way she'd okay. been spoken about yeah. and all that Indeed. stuff and apparently they've had a big falling out mm. so that was building up for ages and this is the first time they've been on a red carpet so of course like the media was going to be like on top of everything but then the spitting thing was really fucking bizarre all together and also Chris Pine's new look I'm kind of obsessed yeah. with it like obsessed totally. with the long hair no socks kind of vibe yeah. I'm like yeah but I kind Hugh of Hefner. find it hot I have to say <laughs> well he kind of looks he kind of he's he looks very quiet and standoffish compared to Harry's kind of like I'm here and yeah. he's just sitting back watching and he's definitely smouldering a bit so God there's interesting stuff going yeah. on isn't there like, did Harry spit? I don't mm. know I've watched that video like five times I couldn't tell no way he didn't no. like I think he just it was just bad timing because Chris Pine looks down and like notices I kind of like the idea of Harry but being he... a tough guy though I'd be like spitting me Harry <laughs> no way <laughs> No way. But like, did you not see the interview either? Where oh, yeah, it's terrible. It's like, like, I feel like it's, it's real like, movie. It's like, the best thing it's about this is movie. it's a real movie. <laughs> it's so stupid. So, um, yeah, yeah Harry, keep your mouth joy out of Twitter the last few days, I have to say. Um, it really has given me a lot of joy, I have to say. And I quite like her. I like Florence. Mm. So I, I think she's cool. Like, Who I've is going always out liked with... her. Um, she was going out with Zach Braff. They're broken up now. Um, oh. But I thought she was. Her style is amazing. She's very cool. I thought she was with. Um, she was with Zach Braff for ages. She's not with. Um, oh no, it's Phoebe Bridgers. I'm thinking of your man from Normal People. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. With your man. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, but no, she's been out with him for ages, mm. and he's quite a bit older than her. So obviously, a lot of people were kind of like didn't like that. But uh, they broken up recently. But I like her. I like her. She's good fun. I follow her on social media for ages. And like, I just like her. Mm. She's cool. She's stylish. Mm. She's a bit edgy. Mm. Her, I mean, she looked unreal. Talk about overshadowing everyone else. Like the dress was so killer. Mm. The shoes are unreal. Feathers coming out the top mm. of the shoes. Mm. Oh, they were just class. I just, yeah, I like her anyway. Yeah. So I'm kind of on her side for this. But Olivia's not coming across well. But like at the other stuff, I think is being bam you know totally like what's the word you know ramped up to be like oh totally. this big falling out I mean like, none of us knew anything about this film like, a week ago and now we're like night, hello though. yeah well no there has been a lot of talk about them falling out mm. for the last month there's been a lot of stuff like that mm. so I just wonder now what will happen when they're on the, the next premiere and all that stuff everyone's going to be watching like a hawk but anyway it was entertaining Um, I have a very straightforward one for you this week uh, an Instagram account and it's literally the Have I Got News For You Instagram oh. account, which has been giving, not Instagram, Twitter, which has been giving me a lot of laughs over the last mm. few days because of the whole Liz Truss yeah. thing. Um, so I would definitely check it out. It's just Have I Got News um, on Twitter, yeah. at Have I Got News. Um, 
very dry wish if you ever watch it, I got news for you mm. it's the same sort of stuff where they're just talking about like you know headlines and um yeah it just, I a feel bit, like yeah, a lot of people like know poking fun at people about, and know sarcasm they had, and all that yeah, yeah yeah I didn't actually know that they had their own um, funny Twitter account like mm-hmm. a Twitter account and it's actually very 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 funny so I um I really enjoyed it there's a lot of funny things lately because of like I said Liz Trust Boris Johnson's leaving all that mm-hmm. stuff actually there has been funny Twitter has been good crack anyway the last few days just because of the Boris Johnson mm-hmm. stuff and like the cash sitting out of the thing mm. and Boris Johnson being gone and everyone being like, cats with jobs. Like, cash <laughs> prime Minister. So Better stupid. Prime Minister than Boris. But it was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so check it out. The, it's like I said, they're on form lately because of the, um, because of everything that's going on mm. in the British politics at the moment. And how are you feeling about British politics at the moment? Oh, that <laughs> fucking Liz Truss. Oh, God, make me sick. I just, I, I just feel like, can we just hurry up to the next general election? That's all I can think about. Like, I'm I'm in the process of doing a podcast with work um, in the next few weeks about all the strike action that's coming up. You should see this list. You should see the list oh, of the amount of organisations and people and professions that are striking. Really? Like, this country is in shit. So, oh yeah, the winter of discontent. Like who? Just talk about she. So like more. Oh, my God. Teachers, council yeah. workers, really? postmen, uh, junior doctors, nurses, like every, everyone, everyone, bin collectors, everybody. Like it's just rail workers. Jesus. It's just unbelievable, the list. But um, she's got some shitty stick like she is fucked. Like this country is in such yeah. big trouble at the moment between paying back for COVID, the w- war in Ukraine the energy crisis. Oh, I'm not even probably tipping, hitting the tip of the iceberg with the amount of stuff she has to deal with, like, you know, and it's uh, it's mm. just going to be a complete disaster. But yeah, anyway. All, all the Northern Ireland <clears throat> stuff as well is another mess. Yeah. So, still not yeah, exactly. So yeah. there's so much going on. But yeah, and all this, pe- everyone's striking for more pay and stuff like that. So it's mad. So I, as a human being, I feel sorry for her, but also mm-hmm. never feel sorry for any Tories, yeah, she's so. a bit of a crack in Egypt as well, she's isn't she? Already, Egypt. like, I mean, can they not just hire somebody? I would have preferred to have seen Rishi Sunak get that job, but um, yeah. I they're yeah, all the, the same. Of the bank they're all, all the same. Job. They're all the okay. bloody same. Yeah. Just roll on the next general election because Labour have a good lead in the polls now, and we just need to get them back into power so we get some semblance of sense. But even at that rate, they're not doing enough. But <sighs> anyway, let's move along. Five number five. This week, talking about some of our favourite 90s characters, Woo-hoo. Robbie Williams hits out at Damon Albarn's comments on Taylor Swift, even though it is kind of like yesterday's story. But anyway, Robbie Williams has hit out at Damon Albarn over his inaccurate past claim that Taylor Swift doesn't write her own songs. Back in January, the Blur and Gorillaz frontman said that Swift's co-writing approach to making music was at odds with his traditionalist view of songwriting during an interview with the LA Times. And um, we covered it on this podcast. We did, we did. <laughs> The journalist then put it to Albarn that Swift is an excellent songwriter, to which he responded, she doesn't write her own songs. Albarn said he believed co-writing doesn't count. Swift subsequently hit back, tweeting, I write all my own songs. Your hot take is completely false and so damaging. You don't have to like my songs, but it's really fucked up to try and discredit my writing. Wow. Later, Albarn apologised unreservedly and unconditionally to Swift, claiming that his words had been reduced to clickbait. He said... The last thing I would want to do is discredit your songwriting. I hope you understand. During a new interview with NME, Williams, who has co-written five of his seven number one singles to date, dismissed the idea that solo songwriting is more credible than a collaborative approach. I think that when people say that what they're 
say that, what they're actually doing is having a wank about themselves, the singer explained. It's true, you know, it's like, why don't you cut the middleman out? Just get rid of a few a few ribs and give yourself a nosh, you twat. Because all you're <laughs> doing is going, hey, I'm fucking amazing. As for his own writing process, Williams told Enemy, if you break down the maths of what I'm doing musically on a song, I do the same thing that Morrissey does. I'm not saying in any way, shape or form that I'm as good or better than Morrissey. I'm just saying I do the same thing. He sings to melody and puts a lyric to it. He added, same with Elton. He does it the other way around. It's only annoying when there's disrespect brought to it. I'm not bothered. But if it's levelled against me that I don't write... Um, or it's his songwriters that I'm like, fuck you. Robbie Williams is due to release his new 25th anniversary album, 25, this Friday, Ooh. September 9th, via Columbia. Will we even listen to it? Maybe. Well, actually, I was listening to something and a few old Robbie songs came on. I enjoyed them thoroughly. But yeah, who knows what the new one's going to be like. He's in the press a lot now because of this album coming again. He's just stoking everything up now, isn't he? This this attack on, on yeah. uh, Damon Albarn is all Era. about like... Era. I know it is a bit kind of old news, but like the whole, he's trying to be controversial with his whole like giving yourself a wank thing or whatever he said. <laughs> a blowjob, giving yourself a blowjob, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, indeed. Um, yeah, it's all, it's all fun when they're calling each other names and stuff anyway, isn't it? So um, I've just got an email into my account to say Phoenix have a new album out on the 4th of November. Ooh, do you know the lead singer of Phoenix was on an episode of What We Do in the Shadows last yeah, I week. I heard that. He was very yeah, yeah. funny. Yeah, he got yeah. his head. Did he get his head ripped off? Or his neck bitten? He was anyway oh, killed by a vampire in it, but it was very funny. It was I love him. Thomas Phoenix. Mars. He's like my, my it was major crush. Random. It was him and um, Sophia Coppola and it's some other producer guy. Oh, is yeah. that his wife? They're married, yeah. What? Yeah. The two of them were on it, so I'd, I'd say he was probably the bigger fan there, but uh, <laughs> it was random. Hilarious. The two of them were killed on it anyway. <laughs> He's a bit vampire looking himself, actually, Thomas Mars. Yeah, I touched him. He is. touched him one time, Nick Letter, and I touched him. Where? Didn't know what to do. He walked past me and I just took my hand out. Had <laughs> a geek. Had a geek. He was Hilarious. just came into the crowd and he was walking through the crowd and I was like, oh, and I just touched him. <laughs> Where was it? On his arm? <laughs> his arm, yeah. Ooh, she has a wash. It wasn't too. inappropriate. It wasn't inappropriate. He was being touched by a lot of people. To I be touched fair. him. I really touched him. <laughs> I didn't wash my hand for six months. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't cover uh, this all this controversy about Leah Michelle uh, finally being Fanny Bryce in Funny Girl. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I only saw the headline. I didn't actually read it. I, I read something about people saying that she was a diva on set and glee. Is people that right? People saying that, well, like she got in a lot of trouble over the last few years because they think people were saying she was a bit of a bully and stuff like that. Like, I kind of like, look, I'm not excusing her or anything. She She's a bit was, like, like her like, character, Rachel. Like, you know? Kind of like her character. And also like yeah. she was a star. So like I kind of can imagine it would have gone to her head. Not to excuse her. And apparently um, one of um, her other castmates said she was racist as well and stuff like so she doesn't exactly isn't exactly a shiny example of a young um you know actress but obviously this is the role she was literally born to born to to do i suppose um mm-hmm. so she first show last night um musical twitter was alive with uh really? reviews apparently she was 
unbelievable uh, for yeah. sending ovations and uh, no. yeah, just incredible. Altogether. She's just so, a kind of a reincarnation of uh, Barbara Streisand, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's very like her. And like her voice is incredible. Like I know she might be an absolute, see you next Tuesday, but her voice is unreal. Oh, she and she is can definitely yeah. sing Don't Rain in My Parade. One of my favorites, she can uh, yeah. blast it out, I'd say. So but if I was listen, going to New York in the next Glee, six months, you're performing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The like, thing about Glee is like, there's so much darkness around Glee now because so many people died. You yeah, know, it's weird, it's isn't it? It's weird. I never kind of, finished it, actually. I think all that I never finished it either. I was just disenchanted with the whole thing. Yeah, 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 I never finished it either. So when she went to New York mm. and stuff, I kind of lost interest in it. But I did rewatch it about two years ago and it was mm. fucking, I still got great joy out of it, I have to say. Like, so, yeah. Um, yeah, just the singing then, and stuff, obviously, um, mm. You know, there's been a few more deaths since then and oh god dark enough anyway I feel like Glee won't age well because what they were trying to do in it a lot of the time was take on really sort of current issues and yeah. kind of and and now even now some of those issues wouldn't be seen as so sort of taboo or whatever some of the stuff like do you remember um, what was her name it was like transgender in the last few seasons and stuff that character what was her name mm-hmm. and that was oh, yeah. like I still don't think that's Mercedes big, not Mercedes no, not Mercedes no I still think that there's still a lot of like you know stuff around that like it's not being covered that much but um, mm. anyway yeah like at the time it was its own thing but yeah no I, I agree with you it won't age very well anyway totally off topic but uh, that is something else big in the music world I just wanted to mention <laughs> Yeah, indeed. Uh, okay, well, um, those were the five things we had to tell people about this week. I'm not sure we need to tell them about anything else. What's coming up at the weekend, Nick? Have you anything exciting planned? Oh, I'm actually going to Killarney for an evening with my lovely friends, actually, nice. on Friday. I haven't been out in Killarney the whole summer. I haven't been out for a night out in Killarney. I stay in about a year, if not more. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And then on Saturday, I'm going out for a dinner date with my husband, so we're going out to dinner, so that should Where be nice. Where are you going? Went to Elbow Lane in the city, which is oh, like fab, one of your faves. Smoked, yeah, all smoked stuff, so like good steaks and all that stuff. Like, but it's mm. like posh smoked, mm-hmm. stuff, you know. So it's nice. Don't have much yes. on now. Um, Sunday, I'm meeting my friends in low places, and we're oh. probably going to the dance. Oh, and we yeah. might take a walk along the river. <laughs> <laughs> on the way to Croke Park you mean is it <laughs> <laughs> oh so funny actually do you, know what? It, do you know what it was so random that night that we were the day we were at that Connect Festival we went back to Woody and Dyes afterwards and none of their speakers were working and I put on the radio and Kerr Brooks was playing yes. <laughs> which you never hear it on the radio you never hear them on yeah. the radio over here you know mm. uh, it was so it'd funny it'd be a good but, crack um, I'd say the vibes would be good there's going to be a lot yeah. of like you know, it's certain crowd. I think going to yeah, it. <laughs> totally country folk like yeah. ourselves. Yeah, it'll be good. Crack, um, no, it'll be good. We're um, we're booked into the Harcourt Hotel as well. So late bar. <laughs> oh tap. yes. And, on Sunday, um, are you flying over on mm-hmm. Sunday as well? Yeah, Sunday morning early. Yeah. Oh yeah, you should go to the Unreal Mexican then on the way to. I've booked it. I booked oh, it. Oh my god, really near place. Croke Park. Yeah, <gasps> so it's really I handy. Think about it on the regular. Thank you to Karen yeah, Woody who introduced me to that because mm. that was that was a dream dream restaurant. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll be re- reporting back next week. So that's yeah, my. It'll be amazing. I'd say yeah. like if there must be like two hundred thousand people going in the next more going in the next more. week. Sure, there's five shows. Yeah. There must be like a, yeah. one third of the population of Ireland going to get Brooks in the next week something like that a good chunk of it anyway mm. um, yeah no it should be good laugh now so looking forward to seeing that myself take some Emer pictures and, and share them with us yep 
Yep, yep, yep. And actually, I must give a shout out to Miriam, my friends Miriam, Katrina and Megs, who went to Electric Picnic last weekend, despite wow, did they reservations go? about camping and exhaustion and rain and everything. And they had a great time. Really? And, uh, a lot of people yeah. were not happy. Because <laughs> the rain. They had a nice mm. camp. They had booked a nice camping, camping area. So kinda, yeah. Nice. No, no, no. Their own tent, but like a nice field with good okay. showers and things like that uh, you know so uh, yeah. I think if you pay a little bit extra like for a bit of comfort it helps but um, no they had, a, they had a great time so well done I'm, I'm uh. like saying well done for getting through it you know especially Katrina who is like you know allergic to camping but um, yeah quite funny that's great so I'm crazy. glad they had a good weekend I heard that the accents up were really good but just people mm. were really depressed with the rain it was very very mm. bad a lot of people left early or slept in their cars and stuff like that like they got absolutely drowned so yeah, challenging. challenging. So it's a risk having it that late in the summer, you see, as well, isn't it? But yeah, because um, yeah, even like when I think about like Glastonbury, we were like in our shorts in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. It wasn't cold, you know, whereas even yeah. Connect a few weeks ago, it got to eight o'clock and I put on it my legs getting and it was frozen, cold, yeah. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there we are. We started talking about the weather. We'll end talking about the weather <laughs> in true Irish yeah, format. Irish, Last week it was tea, Irish, this week it's the weather. Um, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. We will be back same time next week. Love you all. Look after each other. And uh, thanks, Nicola. Thank you, Kelly. Have a good evening. Good day. Good week. Oh, Irish Podcast Awards. Last chance to vote (laughs) in the Irish Irish Podcast Awards. Put it in. Vote vote often. What's that expression? Vote now. Vote often or whatever. Vote again. (laughs) You've got multiple email addresses. Yeah. Vote, vote. Okay. Miss you. Love you. Bye. Thank you.